Welcome back to the Forging Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Trudell. And if you're here, you are either a new entrepreneur, someone who wants to become one, or you've been in the game for a while. This podcast is for you. If you want to become someone with massive freedom, someone who has time, location, financial independence, you may just be on the process of building this. You may have been on the road for a while, but this podcast is here for you to help share the wisdom that I've been able to understand and learn and embody from some amazing people that I've spent time with who have done incredible things impacting the world in epic ways and they're all entrepreneurs. So this episode, I will be talking about a very cool concept on Fridays. We have Freedom Fridays. You don't want to miss that where I will be talking with a special entrepreneur. So without further ado, let's dive in to this episode. Welcome back, Freedom Forgers. Today we're going to be talking about transmuting fear. Now, many people have asked me about my personal experience regarding quitting nursing and leaving that world behind. And one of the big things that usually comes up is the question regarding how were you able to do it? How were you able to block out the voices of doubt, of fear, of imposter syndrome, of I can't do this, of family members or friends or coworkers telling you you're crazy. And ultimately it comes down to knowing what you want. Now, the purpose of this episode is to talk mostly about fear and how to transmute this. So when I was in that situation, although many people think that I was very brave and I made a courageous decision, you have to know, and I've said this before, courage only comes when you're facing fear. And at that point in my life, I was facing a lot of it. Uh, The fear of never being able to heal my skin, the fear of leaving this job and not being able to come back, the fear of disappointing my family, all of these things come up. And especially the fear of just society slapping you because coming up in the traditional school system like most people have, you are told things that may not be true over and over and over again until you believe that they are true. So to step against societal-based norms is in a way almost going completely against society. So many people on your journey will end up telling you things based on their own perception, their own perspective, their own projections. And this happened several times when my coworkers were telling me, you can't do that, you can't leave nursing, you can't go travel. When I went per diem, because I was getting pretty sick, uh, a bunch of the older nurses told me I was too young to go per diem. You're too young, you have too much energy, you need to work more. Um, Many people who are older, they'll think that 
because I don't want to work as hard and I want to work smarter and I still want to accumulate wealth that I'm lazy that I'm a millennial these are things that can get thrown at you but as long as you know what you want whatever anyone tells you it won't matter because you know exactly what it is you want the desires that you have if you become abundantly clear on what they are and you develop a strong relationship with them even if they're not in your life right now but the desires you have for that that new life is strong enough that is what will will make the difference in you being able to walk into the fear and being able to transmute the fear into something that helped you grow the beautiful thing about fear is it usually only comes up when you're uncomfortable false evidence appearing real so fear is a beautiful precursor to understand something that you have to walk into just like in previous episodes we talked about the hero's journey how it's in everything in every movie every story and every hero faces a huge obstacle something that brings up a lot of scary emotions a lot of fear <laughs> and every time every movie that you watch the hero the person that you're rooting for steps into it walks right into it and this is one of the only ways to really be able to get out of that societal programming, to get out of the old beliefs you hold about yourself not being enough, to get out of not being able to live up to the potential you know you have. Look, I'm I'm speaking from personal experience. When I moved to Columbia, I was a wreck. I I made the decision, I stepped into the fear, but the fear only got stronger because I kept stepping into it. And what ended up happening was I started to develop a, a better relationship with it. For example, started spending a lot more money on myself in terms of mentorship, in terms of hiring coaches, learning marketing, sales, all this stuff. And I had always wanted a YouTube channel. And I was scared shitless of being on video. The first video I ever shot, oh my God, absolutely terrible. <laughs> and it was in a mentorship where uh, my friend Alex Walton, he, he's one of my mentors, um, he basically had us doing a bunch of videos. And videos can be like a window to the soul because you get to watch yourself, get to watch everything. And I didn't like watching myself because I was too afraid to look at my flaws. I was too attached to being perfect and trying to hold myself in this high standard that I wanted society to see me in. And what ended up happening there was I have to watch these videos and it's painful, right? Because all these emotions and, and beliefs about yourself start to come up and you have to face them. And the people who don't get anywhere in life are the ones who don't face these things, these darknesses that we have because they're afraid of them. Who, who isn't afraid of the boogeyman? Like when you're a kid, you, you need a nightlight usually. 
we're the same as adults. The fears just turn into something else and the fear never leaves. You just get stronger at, at looking at it, at approaching it. And there's tons of acronyms for fear. Some pretty good ones to remember is fear, false evidence appearing real. Usually the things you fear aren't even that scary. You can you can try this exercise to to think of something that would really scare you. Let's say it's the same as, as what mine used to be, shooting videos. Just think of the worst case scenario that could happen. You shoot a video and you post it online. And then just think of every crazy scenario that would happen. Some guy from high school messages you and says you're, you're a POS, you're a piece of shit. Don't ever post videos again. Um, go to hell. <laughs> So think of all the terrible scenarios and then post the video and you will just laugh because you're gonna go, holy shit, why were my expectations of how terrible people could be to me so high? Like, where did that come from? Why was I beating myself up so much? It's not that big of a deal. And it could be the other side of the coin too. You think no one's going to watch your videos. Well, cool, post it. And if nobody watches, then you just need to get better. But the expectation you have of what's going to happen is usually never right, which is why facing the fear is so important because it allows you to understand and prove yourself wrong. Because usually we think our brains work in very mysterious ways of, of just trying to uh, compartmentalize everything so that we can be safe. And so you do that trying to protect yourself and what ends up happening is you never go up against challenges and then if you don't go up against challenges you never really get to feel what success feels like because success only comes to people who are willing to do the things that most people aren't willing to do another good acronym for fear is face everything and rise so when when fear comes up another action item to think about is next time something scary comes up for you, you want to identify this emotion. Like what does fear actually feel like to you? Most people would probably describe it as like an anxiety feeling. You've got this, this weird feeling in, in your stomach and in the fear from, I would say the fear from this is a little bit different from the fear of like a dangerous scenario. If you were about to drive your car off a cliff or someone was, very sketchy behind you and you thought they're going to pull a knife on you, you're going to experience a lot of adrenaline and this twisting in your stomach uh, and you're going to try and figure something out very quick. Whereas other fear just coming up into your mind can be more insidious. It can just be thoughts telling you, oh, don't do this. You're not good enough. Why would you ever want to do that? Who would ever listen to you? It's this self-doubt on top of this feeling of of this situation that could potentially cause damage to you. But what usually happens is it never does anything to you. The other acronym you can think about is freedom equals approaching resistance. Resistance is everywhere from distractions um, to toxic people 
to your own thoughts. The only way to beat resistance is through decisive action, like just just taking action, obviously with a plan, but taking action for the sake of taking action, knowing that the more action you take, the more empowered you become and the better results you get. It's the success cycle. The success cycle stems from four principles, belief, potential, action, results. So if you have belief that there's some potential in you that's not being realized, that potential will get realized by you taking action. And when you take action, you'll get results. And what ends up happening is the results will give you more belief in yourself. The same thing can be true. If you believe that you don't have any potential and you never take action, you won't get any results and you will stay stuck. And that staying stuck will cause belief that you're not worth it, that you're not worthy. And I think this is a a compound interest. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world, as said by Einstein. If you think this way from a young age, which most of us have, these thoughts compound. And if you aren't taking action because you're worried about authority and you're worried what your boss will think and in school you're worried about what your teacher would think, what ends up happening is that these thoughts compound and then you lose the potential, the potential energy of you believing in yourself and being your own cheerleader and telling yourself like, hey, other people are telling me not to do this, but I'm, I'm going to trust my intuition on this one. And when you stop trusting your intuition, you become reliant on other people, on systems, on things that don't have your best interest in mind. So all of this comes from fear. All of these negative beliefs and thoughts that have compounded over time and have created the way you're thinking now, the position you're in now, the way you're living life now, it, it has usually, if it's in a bad spot, it, it's coming from fear. And as I said earlier, this is beautiful. It's beautiful to know that you're listening to this podcast and you're, you're thinking about this stuff because The more you know about this and the more that you go and you take action on this one concept of stepping into the fear, your life will completely change. People will start asking you how you did that. You will start being looked at by other people in a different light, in a better light. And back to the story about the YouTube stuff. I was scared shitless when my mentor was having me shoot videos. It was so uncomfortable. And what ended up happening was I developed a relationship with myself, a better one, where I could look at myself in camera, I could see the reflection of my own image, and I could just talk. And it's still a skill that I'm harnessing, but that was about a year, a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, when I started doing that. And the results have been crazy. Last night, some friends shot me a message. Um, They provided a service for me and they asked for a testimonial. I pulled out my phone, no resistance at all. I shot the video in three minutes. Didn't even really think, sent it back to them. And they're like, 
this is the best testimonial we've ever gotten. You are really good on camera. How did you get so good on camera? And that was on a whim. And so that was just a skill set that was developed, developed, <laughs> developed by stepping into fear. And now my YouTube channel, if you guys want to check it out, uh, I'm almost at 2,000 subscribers. That was a, a year of work, but uh, the background behind the scenes work was more a year and a half, two years of, of doing video work before even starting the YouTube channel. And what I found was when I started joining other masterminds for learning YouTube stuff, a lot of the people that were in the program who had never practiced like building a better relation with relationship with themselves on the camera, they ended up having a lot more um, fear come up, which because their relationship wasn't as strong, it prevented them from being able to get action in the program. So action item for today, take your phone, pull out the camera. Well, you don't pull it out, but put the camera app on and put it facing you and put it on video. And I want you to shoot a two minute video of you talking to yourself. Nobody has to see it. Uh, you can delete it permanently right after you're done. But shoot the video and then here's the hard part. You have to watch it. Watch yourself and see if you have any resistance towards this. Watch yourself. Look at your mannerisms and look at it from a, a third person party and then really pay attention to the voices you have inside your head about the things you're doing. Are you really critical on yourself? Because when I was shooting videos the first time, I was so critical on myself and then I'd post it and people were like, oh yeah, this is good, just try changing this maybe and this would improve it. But for the most part, the criticism was only coming from myself. All the other people that I thought were gonna criticize me did not criticize me at all. It was a projection of my own internal war that was going on. So do this exercise, do it right now, right when you finish listening to this. If you're in a park, if you're uh, driving, pull over. <laughs> if you're in the park, shoot it right in front of all the little kids. Whatever you got to do, get this done. Because this is your first step into walking into the fear, taking action. If you just pause this, never do it, you are voting against yourself. You are voting against your current self and your future self. If you want to put a, a vote and a positive win under your belt, this is how we improve day by day, 1%. You gotta do it now. Cool, awesome, sweet. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and drop a review on the iTunes store, on the podcast market, whatever you wanna call it. Helps so much. This podcast is new. If we can get this out to a lot of people, get a lot of reviews up, it will be able to make a much bigger impact. I'm gonna be in this for the long game, but I wanna make as much of an impact as I can now, and I can't do that without your help. So please go leave a review, and if you can, share it with someone who you think would benefit from stepping into the fear. Thanks so much for, for listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Ciao.